reindeer and mistletoe, jingles and bells, you are now tuned in to the Disney Holic Show. Ho, ho, ho. Hello and welcome to the Disney Holic Show. That's Mike TV. And that's Jen Diz. Today we are embracing that holiday cheer as we get into the Christmas spirit. We will stir through the rumor pot while we hear from our fellow Disney holics sharing their favorite Disney Christmas traditions. Hey, Santa, can you come in again with that ho, 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 though? Ho, ho, ho. Do you know that what that good. one's from? That was good. That exact ho, ho, ho? Yeah. I can't say that I do. Or that version. Ho, ho, ho. Mm-mm. It's from A Christmas Story when Ralphie gets the boot in the face pushed down the slide backwards. Oh. <laughs> Sad. How sad. I should know that. I've definitely seen that movie a bazillion times. They play it like for 24 hours, right? On that whatever yes. TV station that is. Did you know there was a part two that recently came out? No. Yeah. And it has the Are the they all cast. grown up? Yeah. Ralphie's in it, grown up. And um, I was uh, on a trip recently and my friend on the plane watched it on the plane and said it was so bad. <laughs> it's called A Christmas yeah. Story. Christmas Story, I think? Something cheeky like that another christmas story (laughs) that's what it should have been if it was gonna go that route uh but anyways that's out there by the way really weird interesting okay well i mean if i get desperate for christmas (laughs) movies this year maybe i'll no there's so many better ones to add to your list yes well um speaking of i want to wish a very happy holidays and a very merry christmas to all of our listeners hope you guys have a very nice holiday season we got the whole next couple weeks of just straight holiday cheer right yeah so. and if you haven't put your decorations up yet what the heck are you waiting for no Speaking excuses of, doesn't matter i didn't how. have anything festive today oh. to wear so i got my christmas lights and then forgot to put them on that's very cute they're light up christmas lights like, look you know like what? they're from uh the parks or are those literally the christmas lights on for the tree these would be like the ones you put on your house or your tree. Wow. So I'm just putting them on me instead. You may die. Get electrocuted. I may. <laughs> this is risky, you know. I mean, I take risks for the Disney Holic Show. And they do all on YouTube if you guys are watching. They all look the same color, but they're not. It's giving it's me weird. final destination. Be very careful with that. <laughs> Shocker. Do you remember that movie Shocker from the 90s? Maybe I don't. 80s. Is this another terrible movie? <laughs> no, it was good at the time. It was a horror movie oh, okay. where the person in the electric chair gets turns into electricity and haunts through the wires and stuff like that. What was that guy's name from Spider-Man? Electro. Oh, it is Electro. At one he, point played by Jamie Foxx. He was Fox. cool. That's my favorite electricity superhero guy thing okay so it is christmas time it is and everyone has their decorations up hopefully stockings tree whatever is your thing but (laughs) i thought to add to that i would recite a disney holics christmas poem oh 
All right. Very cute. Okay, have at it. Let's hear it. Here we go. In the heart of a town with lights aglow, the Disney Holic show puts on quite the show. With Mickey in a Santa hat, oh, what a sight. And Goofy tangled in lights, like Jen Diz, not too bright. <laughs> Donald cracking carols, a hilarious tune, while Pluto chases his tail under the moon. Minnie's baking cookies shaped like her ears and Daisy's laughing so hard she's in tears. In this Christmas spectacle, full of glee, a Disney-themed wonderland for all Disney fans to see. With laughter and joy in every nook, every Scrooge McDuck cracks a smile and look. So here's to the season, merry and bright, with Disney magic shining each night. The Disney-holic show, a festive sight to hear and listen to bringing laughter and joy what a delight yay happy holidays that was wonderful good job thank you for writing me that poem and everybody else for everyone i love i love a poem i love a rhyme (laughs) (laughs) very cute aww see stuff like that that really makes the holiday season like special right it's like warm and kind and just sweet and genuine i love it i love it thanks that was good and everything's a gift even more so it doesn't have to be literally a wrapped physical object like everything's a gift time is a gift among a lot of things yeah time is definitely a gift and speaking of time are you having disneyland withdrawals yet i know you've kind of gone back and forth on this um (laughs) I know that a lot of people are starting their withdrawals because they are, or I'm sorry, in Disneyland and Disney World, I believe all annual passes and magic keys are blocked out until Oof. January 3rd. Yikes. It's starting yesterday. I'm Whoa. not necessarily having Disneyland or Disney World withdrawals, but I've had Disney Cruise withdrawals. There we go. Okay, since the same day franchise. It's good. We, even before we stepped off the cruise ship. On the Disney Wish a couple of months ago, I was already knowing I was going to have withdrawals. I don't. Isn't that funny I, how that works? It's une- I feel uneasy that I don't have a, a cruise ship on the horizon. Yes, and I'm wondering how the locals in SoCal are coping with not getting to go to the park at all. Yeah, like that's a long time. It's like two weeks of no park. Um, so we want to hear from you guys if anybody wants to share, if you guys have filled the gaps with anything like we did during COVID, right? COVID was like, we all got very creative during COVID and filled the gaps of not getting to the parks with well, other Well, you are a stuff. representative of people who live within a stone's throw, but not local of Disneyland. What do you think about the Magic Keys being blocked out? Well, being that I do not live locally, I have never had... Or I have had, but most of the time I have not had the top tier pass anyway. So I'm kind of used to this time being blocked out. So I'm okay with it. Also, it's crazy to travel right now, expensive to travel right now, and like it's just busy. You know, the holiday season's just busy. busy. So just don't even think about Disney as much. So it helps. You have that plenty helps. to keep you occupied. <laughs> yes, exactly. I have plenty of things to keep me distracted. Um, <laughs> However, I do miss Disney quite a lot. So um, my next trip planned is actually right after the like the exact day that they allow Magic Keys back, which is probably going to be bananas. But 
I am going once again strictly for Fat Cat Swinger. There you go. That oh, that's always <laughs> a that feel good week. way to be occupied with great live music. Yep, yep. So I'm going to go see them Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Their last show, I'll be there. So I'm excited to see them. And then I'm going to stay for a while and keep going to the parks and get my fill-in. So, yeah. How about you? Do you have any trips planned coming up? I have a Disney World trip plan uh, towards the end of July, which I'm excited about. Uh, So that always helps. It it helps ease my... <laughs> my withdrawal symptoms as a Disney holic, but I really, really still want to go on a cruise. I need to book something. Yeah, yeah. I think you should book Disneyland in January. Just saying. Oh my goodness, <laughs> I said it. I can't. Yeah, remember. because my magic key expires in January at Disneyland, and I do want to squeeze out one more um, trip or something. That would be nice. Yeah, we'll that'd see. Be fun. Well, over in Disneyland, uh, there's a lot of rumors. Swirling around about the Haunted Mansion, and disclaimer, I do not know who has created these rumors, if any of them are, like, what's the word I'm looking for? I think, like, half are from Disney Parks, and then the other half, right, is speculation. Is any from Disney Parks? Yeah, there was an announcement about the... The, the first piece related to the closure and the date. Well, you get into it, and I'll tell you what I remember came from the parks. Okay, yes. So, again, don't know what is verified, what's not. But there's all these rumors saying how long the Haunted Mansion will be closed. So we do know that the Haunted Mansion is going to stay closed after, like, when we usually see it closed down after uh, Haunted Mansion holiday season to go back to regular mansion. It is not going to open up in two weeks like it normally does. It's going to stay closed so they can do all of those upgrades that they showed us, right? We're getting all those new little garden areas and the new queue area. However, they're changing that up. Store, I think. There's a new store being built on the other side. So we're seeing a lot done to the grounds around the mansion. Um, so we do know they're going to take some time there. But what the rumors are saying, one is that it's going to be closed the entire season that it would normally be regular Haunted Mansion. So we're going to miss the entire season of regular Haunted Mansion because that's how long it's going to take them to upgrade everything. Um, and it'll reopen in, is it normally... August, I feel like, is when they reopen. Hanuman it gets Halloween. earlier it's and early. earlier when the Halloween season starts. Yeah, I'm like, starts, I can't remember right? now. August or September. Yeah. Um, and then we'll get we'll go straight back into Hanuman Holiday. Um, there's also rumors that it might not reopen until 2025, which seems so long. I'm like, oh my god, it's like an entire year for these grounds to be worked on. And then we also have rumors that. The it'll reopen and we will have Haunted Mansion regular for an entire year. So there's like all these rumors wow. spread out everywhere. So tell me what you remember Disney Park saying. Dear that uh, rumor cauldron. I love it. Okay, so this is what I recall. And as Oprah Winfrey says, th- I'm speaking my truth as what I thought is true at the time it comes from my mouth. First of all, don't you love that? No one can ever <laughs> get back at you and say you said something wrong. That is great. That is great. Love Oprah. Great way to get out of everything, right? Yeah. Still giving good advice to this day. Um, (laughs) Okay, so what I know to be true is that Holiday, Haunted Mansion Holiday, which is currently um, in operation, is what what the Disney Parks blog shared news about. It was like, hey, we're extending the date of Holiday Haunted Mansion to January whatever, 
before it then goes down for refurbishment. Totally fine. I love how they spun it as an extension because really it means we're not going to put it back for like a week to the old one. Yeah. Fine. Um, Now everything else after that, all speculation. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, take it as a grain of uh, fertilizer or soil. But what I will tell you is I'm very excited about the park cemetery picnic area that they're adding. Yes. So supposedly you can have picnics on the grass. There's big tombstones you could lay back against. And there's going to be all kinds of stuff like that and trees for picnics. That is pretty cute. It sounds like what people do in cemeteries regularly nowadays, right? It sounds like that. Um, And Toontown. However... I think I'm starting to get played out on the picnic thing. Like, why are we? Why all of a sudden do we need picnics all over the place? <laughs> Is it their response to not having enough seating? Because that's a problem. So, like, they're like, here, we're just gonna put a bunch of grass right? everywhere, and you can sit, just on sit your ass on the ground. <laughs> also, there is this concept of like prime real estate, you know, and at Disneyland, every square foot is prime real estate because it's such a small, small area compared to Orlando. Why waste it on that? But I still love it. I love it. I'm not going to complain. But, you know, I hear you. <laughs> right. Right. I'm a little curious. And I'm, I want to see what they do with these tombstones. Like, are they going to introduce new Imagineers getting their own tombstones? Like, are they going to be Disney legends? Oh. What is it going to be? It's got to be something. They never... Disney, like, does not let a, an option go away to place like an easter egg or something right what if they for oh whoa 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 my wheels are turning the cauldron is is steering did you know that the new i'll bring it back to haunted mansion but did you know that space mountain uh the new one coming to tokyo disneyland tokyo mm-hmm. um is going to be first of all it's a brand new attraction coming in a couple years it's going to integrate into sea and it's going to be one no. of their first, like, space, you know, adventure type of thing. Uh, I did not know very that. Very cool. I'm very excited about that. And so, was it Society of Explorers and Adventures? What if they do that with the new Haunted Mansion areas? That would be cool. I'm, I'm here for it. Yep. Bring it on. I love SCA. And they could blend into my mansion all they want. That's great. And that's <laughs> what they need. So if they're going to create, like, place, um, you know attractionless areas like that they should have more interactive stuff yes to do. like if there was an sea game that you could walk around the tombstones right while people are they had a lot of that in disney world we had some of that in disneyland for a while like there was a big frontier game a frontier oh, land yeah. game you could play and go gambling and stuff it was but... a pirate one i think at disney world yeah yeah that's cool. that would be really fun i'm so here for that. Uh, however, I have to mention real fast, and this is also tangenting, but that was, I think, the worst clickbait I've ever seen in my entire life was <laughs> the, the Space Mountain thing. Oh, Space It said WDWNT. They posted and said, Space Mountain to close permanently. And I'm like, what? And I've been out of the loop. I'm not going to lie, you guys. I've been very busy and out of the <laughs> Disney loop lately. And so I'm like, what's happening? So I click on it like the loser that I am and fell for their clickbait because it's a retheming of Space Mountain in Tokyo, not even here yeah. or, you know, which is fine. Like, I, Oh, it's from, still... the, from the initial cover, though, it didn't even indicate that it meant Tokyo. That's messed no, up. No, it didn't say Tokyo. Yeah. And it said closing permanently. That It's just like 
It's going to be a lot different, I believe, by what yeah. I read. It I mean, it's basically going to be gone, and then they're rebuilding it with the same name. Yeah, the Space Mountain that we know today yeah. is going to change, but it's not closing permanent. It's just the wrong, you know what I mean? It's just clickbait. It's clickbait. Totally. So I'm just like, and then I get all mad at myself when I fall for clickbait. <laughs> <laughs> like, I literally was like, meh, 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 meh. I thought you were going to say the clickbait are all these haunted mansion speculations, um, which the one that I think, or the way I think it's going to go, this is just me now. Oh, this is good. I have yeah. it on our agenda to stir the pot and create our own rumor. So oh what do you God. think it's going to do? I love, love, love the pot steering. What is your so, rumor? <laughs> I think if I were in charge of Imagineering I would and marketing and all this stuff, I would say close it down, do your thing, reopen it for in time for Halloween, like October. Not Halloween time, yeah. but in time for Halloween season in real life. And then reopen it then as the newly refurbished regular haunted mansion. And then get and then make that such a big deal. Like Halloween, Haunted Mansion returns. And if there's just like a, a couple different things, you know, you could really milk the outside, the shop. They're good at milking mm-hmm. like a popcorn bucket. So they can make this a big event. Even charge tickets to be like the first to go. And then you get the Christmas one with Tim Burton back again in 2025, August, September. So then that is also another big one. Oh, it's been gone for a year and a half or whatever. It returns oh, for the holidays. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. That's how I would do that. Now, can they get all this stuff built and refurbed that quickly? <laughs> most most companies can, but we know how they take a little bit of time. Okay. So we are kind of on the same track for what we think is going to happen mm. and what we want to happen, <laughs> what we think would be cool if it happened. My thoughts are that they are going to, especially because they're extending the um, time on Haunted Mansion Holiday. I mean, it's just by a little bit, but the fact that they're even extending it, to me, sounds like if they actually need the time, then they're probably going to just leave it and not touch it. So I think it's going to come back as Haunted Mansion Holiday at the normal time, then they open it early for Halloween time. Oh, interesting. But I also was thinking they can do a special event, which is so funny you said that. Because they totally could do another after hours event, um, like they did for the 50th anniversary. And they could say, come, like, have some gala where you check out our new gardens. And Ooh. they could do, like, tours and have, like, they'll give you food in the form of, like, some cool picnic basket. It seemed like the perfect place to host, like, an outdoor gala with, like, mist fog machines and blue mm-hmm. and purple uh drinks and the right scare actors around oh wow and they have picnics in that little picnic area that's your food for the night and create some cool picnic basket that's like victorian era or something where like they did for toontown right like have some yeah. little tchotchke you could take home yeah i was on that same path with you i love that um I do not think it's going to stay open or close until 2025. However, it's just my opinion because, and you and I talked about this before, you brought up how it'd be really odd for them to keep it closed that long, especially with Splash Mountain closed because that whole area, Mm -hmm. like no one's going to walk over there unless they're headed to Rise of the Resistance because no one's going to Winnie the Pooh. Wait, what about Winnie (laughs) the Pooh? (laughs) Winnie the Pooh is like a nice... Um, cherry on top when you come off of Splash Mountain, right? Like It's I crazy mean, because it's always quite busy 
at Magic Kingdom. So I think it's all about location, 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 right? I think it's like the number one attraction in Tokyo. It's a little different, but oh, the wow. Winnie the Pooh ride is still a dark ride. Yeah. Crazy. Um, and I'm not hating. I actually enjoy it. I just think it's far. And if I'm not going to go get wet on Splash Mountain, I usually don't go over there at all. Get wet on Splash Mountain. <laughs> That's right, baby. Um, okay, so, yeah, so we and added then... a couple more options to the speculation cauldron. Right. Our, right. Ours are good, though, because ours means it opens again this year, or 2024. Yes, and I hope so. I'll be very sad if I don't get the mansion for a long time. Um, and also, it just seems silly that they're going to be working on everything outside. They're not working on the inside of the Haunted Mansion, so why are they going to keep an Wait, attraction closed? but can closed? we add rumors now about stuff? Oh, maybe they will. Uh-huh. Can they not, though? Uh-huh. Oh, my God, I'm scared Because they, ha- they haven't said they are or are not. They all they talked about was That's just true. the current schedule, They've right? They only announced the outside stuff. Yeah, fine, and then fine. everything is piled onto it. What? Okay, here if we go. Keep stirring. They add suspense <laughs> is killing me. What if they add an animatronic of Danny DeVito? Oh my God! Stop yourself right now. Because he's already no, uh, an animatronic of your favorite. What's her name? I know I couldn't think of her name, so I went somewhere else and went to Danny DeVito, which actually I don't hate that much as a as a real idea. But uh, what is her name? Oh my gosh, the actress, the comedian that just bugs me to death. I can't um, remember her name either. But she played the psychic in the yes in the recent. She was the modern movie. day Madame Leota, basically. Yeah. But. Um, I can't remember her name either, but I know she drives you crazy, so that would be hilarious to me. But we do, do love the OG final girl who played the real, who played Madame Leota the old version, Jamie Lee yes. Curtis. Love her, <laughs> mother. What do they call her? The Queen of Halloween. Queen of First Halloween. of all, I would love if they bring in an animatronic of Eddie Murphy because that's been one of my biggest arguments ever. Was with a friend of a friend who. <laughs> Like, swears I don't know my Haunted Mansion. Like, if anything I know a lot about, it's the Haunted Mansion. And he was fighting to the death that there is an animatronic of Eddie Murphy. So if they brought one in, I would die. That's the weirdest one for this person to, like, really want to be. He was just like, it happened. I'm like, you're probably thinking of Johnny Depp because it was close around that time, you know? And I was like, they did bring in Johnny Depp, Jack Sparrow, to the Pirates ride, but not, not moving Eddie Murphy, that's for sure. Okay, so we're gonna add Denny DeVito, and he's gonna be in the in the Donald Duck chair, and he's going to follow you, like he's also getting dragged alongside of you for like you know just a certain part of the ride, and he'll make a noise, ah, and then we'll all laugh, and all the haters will be showing on TikTok. Why would they have to ruin my favorite ride? That would be me. They <laughs> record it, and and that would be that. But I do think Eddie Murphy should be added too. Then I think you're right. And it should be even more of like a secret somehow. I was going to say they could put like an Eddie Murphy um, Easter egg in. Yeah. Like when we stayed at that Airbnb, the Haunted Mansion Airbnb, they had, um, it was really cute. It was like just sitting on the kitchen counter like it would in real life. It was like the realtor's paperwork. And it was from the realtor agency from the movie. It was very smart. I loved it. I was like, that is actually really cool they should just do that yeah that's a more a respectful way to pay homage to a live action movie on the original ride like what if they put some of the props from all the haunted mansion movies 
in the attic. Not all the products, but mm-hmm. like sprinkle it around. And if you don't know, you don't notice. It's like whatever. Because right. like I can imagine uh, like rolled as a scroll, the drawing of the Hatbox Ghost by the police officer in the recent Haunted Yeah. <laughs> I actually think it's so cute. So yeah. All right. Look at that. This rumor is not too it. bad if we have to have something like this. Corporate synergy. Make it classy. Yes. Keep it classy. Okay, you're freaking me out, though, because now if they keep the ride closed, because I keep thinking they're probably going to leave, like, let the ride go on. Like, they might need to start in the queue in the ride section that you're normally in. And as soon as they finish, I feel like they're going to reopen it and then work on everything else while the ride is running because, they, you know, it's better for Disneyland to have more attractions open. But if they keep it closed now, it's all I'm going to be able to think about is Danny DeVito animatronic <laughs> being added in. I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> So you'll be hearing from me, sir. On a trackless vehicle following you. Until 2025. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, we will see what happens. Let's hope it is for the best, whatever their decisions are. I do trust them. The Imagineers have been doing so good lately. So we'll see. Um, I also wanted to share just real quick that I did something that is, in our favorite words, technically Disney. Ah, I went and saw Gutenberg the Musical when I was in New York. And I want to give a shout out to Laura. She popped my Broadway cherry. Um, She, like, I had been to Broadway as a kid, but never as an adult. And I just randomly got to go last minute. So thank you, Laura. It was so much fun. And the reason this is technically Disney is because the musical has two actors only in it. And they play a ton of different characters, which is so fun because you have to see them switch between these different characters and be able to follow the story still and they are so good at it so it was really easy to follow even though they played probably like i don't know 20 different characters each or something it was pretty crazy and they put on like a trucker hat with a character on it yeah yeah it just says like like one plays like a woman and it just says woman on the hat i love it i've been following their instagram for like the last few weeks and when you told me that's where you went i was like oh my gosh like the world's collided i was like wow someone went to this thing that i've been following and now i can't wait to hear what they say so how was it like what was it like it was so fun first of all we got spoiled we were in second row seats so we had a lot of eye contact and i I still haven't (laughs) said why it's technically disney because olaf (laughs) is one of the two actors josh gad yeah and it was so weird because you can't get away from his voice, right? Like like I said, he played like a wide range of characters and every so often Olaf would still come out because you'd hear his uh. his voice, right? It was just it was exact, exactly Olaf in numerous parts of the show. So that was very cute seeing him like right there in front of us. Um, but yeah, it's a wild show. If you are ever in New York and want to go see it, it's very fun. It's super comedic. Um, there's some singing and like they have these weird like performance things they do throughout the entire show it's just really goofy and fun and these two Great guys time. are like really good friends in real life and you, yes it, okay so it's josh gad and remind me of the other guy's name i never can remember his name oh andrew you know ranell andrew ranell ranell yeah ranell ranell he is so good like no no hating on Olaf. I'm trying to give you some Josh Gad. <laughs> trying so hard to give me some background. And I can tell you how. Forget the notion that a notion is that voice I'm telling you. I am Yeah, he would sing a lot too, and I'd hear Olaf then too, and I'm like, oh my god. Very <laughs> cute. cute. Um, but they are adorable. They have 
the best chemistry. I like want them to be married in real life. Even though I know Josh Gad is not <laughs> married. I think to a woman. To yeah, <laughs> they're so cute together. I just love them. Um, but yeah, again, definitely recommended. It. it was a lot of fun. Um, I feel like Broadway, in my mind, is a lot bigger and more grand. And that's what I actually have kind of not been excited about. I like the more intimate and like funnier stuff. Mm. So this fit me very well. Like it was like a smaller theater. I think. I don't even know. Wait, like especially I now as an Broadway. adult though, if you go, they're all like that. I remember when I first moved here, oh, okay. I had thought also that they were huge audiences. Yeah. And they're all so small. Like nowhere, no matter where you go, you have a good seat. And that's still weirds me out. I look around and I just go, oh, wow, I can imagine all these people in here with like big poofy dresses and like it was like real small, like old, old times. It's never changed. They have all the same buildings. Ah, OK. OK. I totally thought it was like all the other ones, like like Lion King or something. It's just like this giant amphitheater kind of. Yeah. Most of them are still within show. the same shell, the shell of its okay. former Well, self. it's very cute. I like that. Then they'll probably like Broadway. Yeah. Maybe I'm changed. We'll have to see. Um, and then I'm also going to Golden Girls Live this weekend. So on Saturday, I'll be going to see Golden Girls Live. So another, this one's actually Disney, right? Because Disney owns Golden Girls now, right? So, (laughs) Well, they always have, Um, first of all. Always have. Always have. And this is, um, thank you. I love it. Aww. (laughs) This is a drag show in San Francisco they've been doing for a long time. And one of my very good friends, Halada, plays Sophia. So it's always fun. To see the show and then, you know, having your friend in it is just like extra fun to watch them perform. But it is so fun. If you guys ever have a chance to go see the show, 100 million percent go see it. It's a blast. And it's in San Francisco in the city. Also in a smaller uh, theater, which I that's why I was thinking when I was watching Gutenberg. I'm like, this is like slightly larger than the Golden Girls show that I go to. Like <laughs> I thought Broadway was huge. So very cool. Those are my favorite types of things to do. Um, I'm very excited for the Golden Girls show, though, and I'll have to report back about that one later. But um, I'm ready for lots of hysterics. A lot of hysterics. A lot of laughing. That's right. A lot of time. Love it. Um, And another thing that's kind of been, this is like going super sideways now, but. Super sideways. I wanted to talk. What'd you say? Super sideways. (laughs) I'm just repeating. Super sideways. (laughs) It's new phrase. Um, this is, so the Golden Girls live show is a Christmas episode. They always pick like a Christmas episode, right? And I've just been, I haven't been like super in the Christmas mood this year. Mm. However, I've like kind of analyzed Christmas more this year than ever. And I've been starting to ask everyone that I talk to a few questions about Christmas and their traditions. And it's been fascinating. Like I've been oh. loving these conversations. I didn't think they would be that interesting, but I like, I Some love things. a conversation prompt versus like a, how are you? You right. know, so that's a really good question to ask. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So like one of the things I've been asking is like, how did you, or did you like, did you believe in Santa? Were you brought up to believe in ah. Santa? So we start off there. Um, and then I found out that the way Santa gave me gifts is different than everyone I know. <laughs> like just... Everyone I know did not have the same experience I did with getting gifts from Santa. So what was it for you? I hope you reach the one person out there that can relate to you. I do too. Uh, I'm like, oh, it must have just been my parents decided to do it this way. Wait, yeah, I want to hear that first and then I'll tell you mine. Okay. So my Santa experience was we would get gifts 
piled under the tree over, you know, like the month or so before Christmas. And they're always from mom or dad. This is another thing our family did a little different. We never mixed gifts from other people. It was like, like we never had gifts show up from our aunt and uncle. That was like when we went to their house, then they gave us gifts. So we had to like pop around and see different people during the Christmas season, sometimes Christmas Eve or Christmas. Then sometimes we would take them back if it was before Christmas and add them to the tree. But mostly before, it would just be from mom and dad. And then my brother would maybe give me one gift a year. So you'd have, have 15 some years on me, okay? I'm just saying. You'd have some that say from mom and dad, some from your brother, and some from Santa. Is that what you mean? No. So oh. I would have nothing from Santa <laughs> until Christmas morning, and oh, after he <laughs> excuse me arrives, you mean? Yes. Oh, okay. You know, Santa comes. We did the cookies and milk thing, um, and he would just magically show up overnight, and he'd put the gifts in front of the tree, and they were always unwrapped. This is the thing I found out very different. So they would not be there ahead of time. It would show up at Christmas morning, unwrapped, and that was it. how I identified I it. that it was from Christmas or from Santa. I hate that. I hate an unwrapped. You hate it? Why? I hate an unwrapped gift. Right now, sitting under my tree, is a gift for me from my husband, Jerry. It's just unwrapped. the Amazon box. Different. That's very different. For Santa, it was like he would get me a bike. I was gonna say, I can picture a sleigh with a big ribbon. Okay, fine, cute, cute. Yeah, like a ribbon on the basket or something. And then there's all the wrapped gifts behind it that I've known have been there the whole time. Okay, we'll give it back. We'll give it back. And they'd always set them up all like displayed, like a wind, like a Macy's window or something. Like I do. Ooh, here's the the gifts from Santa. So a little different. It was not in a cardboard box for sure. (laughs) It would be out and open, honestly. Like, you know what I do like? Open. And I don't think I've ever received a gift like this, but I like, and I think I've seen them in movies, where you just lift up the present box, oh, yeah. right? And the things inside. Maybe that's like Price is Right or something. Um, I would like that. Oh, and those let's are make a deal. Reusable. Let's make a deal. <laughs> yeah. Because that's better than trying to wrap something that's uh, oddly shaped. Yes. And that's another reason I think the Santa gifts weren't wrapped, because there are a lot of them were like a bike, for instance. Like, <laughs> yeah. You can either... Already tell what it is. You know what else I've always wanted that I've only seen in movies and TV? Somebody to roll up in a new car with a bow on it for me. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And and just, they just wrap the like car key thing or whatever. No joke. (laughs) My 16th year, like my 16th birthday year. (laughs) 16th year of life. Christmas came along and my dad said, hey, I have one more gift for you. No. And he... Takes his car keys and rattles them for me to grab them. And I'm like, are you serious? You're giving me your car? I thought it was like he's giving me his car or whatever. So I run out there. And all it was is that I have to go get my gift out of the trunk. Stop. I thought you were about to tell me this is how you got one of your vehicles. <laughs> and I was that like, sucks. Dad, I thought you gave. Oh, I forgot what it was. It was a rental car, too. It was like a Mustang <laughs> with the convertible top down. And like for whatever, I think he had his car in the shop or something. And so I Dang. thought it was a new car. And then I was like all upset afterwards. I was like, dad, like, do you realize what that made me think? Like that, I thought you gave me a car. Did he do it as a joke or he was innocent? He, he thought, he, this is a thing. I, it's still an ongoing <laughs> thing. I'll never be able to answer, obviously, because he's gone. But this is the question that you'll ask on the Ouija board. That is, that is the question I need to ask on the Ouija board. Let's get on that. Um. But he played it off as if he's like, oh, I didn't even think about that. I'm so sorry. But the thing I was trying to show him was like, now I don't care about this gift, even though it's a nice gift, because now I thought I was getting a freaking car. Do you remember what the gift was in the trunk? No, I don't. See, I don't even remember it. It's like, it wasn't, it was like, I don't even want this anymore. And then 
So he played off, but now I'm thinking about it. I was like, I bet you did it like a prank because my dad was kind of a prankster. Yeah. So I was like, I bet you he was like, she's going to think I'm giving her this. It's a good one. It was a random car. It's a good prank. And in 1996, those were like brand new, right? <laughs> Convertible Mustang, like those new Mustangs. I'm like, what? You're like, Ooh. Dad, unbelievable. Okay, so you'd wake up Christmas morning <laughs> and you would have unwrapped gifts under the tree with accoutrements on it to indicate that they are gifts from, how did you know they're from Santa, supposedly? That was just the Allegedly. code. If it's unwrapped, oh. it's like Santa came and just dropped them off. He was there? He didn't put, he put name a name tag? It. God, he's nope, lazy. No, there'd sometimes be bows. What a lazy but that man. Was it. <laughs> I know, it's also like probably just my parents being lazy. Yeah. Everyone's in that situation's lazy. Wrap a bike, including Santa. Come on. Um, okay, did you? I have I have follow up questions. Did you leave out milk and cookies? Milk and cookies. We did. Yes. Okay. Were they eaten in the morning? There were always like some eaten, and there's always one with like a bite out of it and put back on the plate. That's very cute. Are there any? Is it was the milk drink drunk? Like half drink. Half Everything drink. was like half done. Okay. Um, was your? Did you have a chimney and was it left open? I don't think I knew that you could open and close chimneys. And yes, we had a chimney. <laughs> you had a chimney. Did you have stockings that were filled after midnight? We did. And oh. those were always like, no, not after midnight. Those are from the parents. That wasn't from Santa. Okay, so you didn't think so those were from. Thing. No. Well, first of all, they're not from Santa. Aren't those from the elves? <laughs> oh, is it? I don't know. I don't know those now. parents for me. I thought he follows them <laughs> and then while he's doing the trees, the gifts, they're like, in the stockings. That is very true. Gosh. Okay. Did they make did they make an attempt to do hooves on the roof? No. Okay. That would be But I sleep through everything, especially when I was little. So above and beyond. They probably gave maybe they tried and then they gave up. I love that. I think that's so sweet. And it seems yeah, like it'd be fun cute. for them. Yeah. Right. I feel like if I have not if I have, if I had kids. <laughs> I would 100% get into all of this. Yeah. And then there was that, I'm trying to remember the reveal because the way I found out Santa wasn't real is that I found, I was snooping through my parents' uh, closet and I found some cool toys. I was very excited about them. And then they came from Santa. Oh, I, this could have went two different directions very quickly. And I was like, what's happening? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Not those kind of toys. (laughs) Anyways, um... But yeah, so that's how I found out about Santa. But I remember like talking to my parents about it and I wasn't mad at them at all. I wasn't like, you lied to me. Like some people come out of that experience feeling like they've been lied to, right? Oh. I was just like, thanks for playing yeah. this game with me. It's been fun, right? Like, You're like, it's, thanks, it's been fun. I'm out. <laughs> yep. I'm like, oh, all right. Can we pretend that I didn't find out so I keep getting gifts from Santa? <laughs> he gets the best one. Oh, Santa. So how about you? <clears throat> what were your traditions around that? Um... We had, from what I remember, we always wrote Santa. Everything was always from Santa, but the person, meaning we all have the spirit of Santa in us. It wasn't, it wasn't told to me that explicitly, but that's now how I'm, I'm, I'm viewing it that, that way as an adult. So like if I got something for my sister, it would be from Santa Michael, my little Michael, Mike TV. And then if it was from my sister to me, it would say from Santa Michelle or it would say Santa mom, Santa dad. And then the stuff that came from like the grandparents would have from Graham. So it was very direct. Um, I don't remember anybody trying to trick me into thinking that Santa was real. Oh, But I do know my sister 
for sure believed he was real and still to this day swears she saw his boot and him walk out of the door. <laughs> oh my God, I love that. Was it your dad? I have no idea. She, I, It was Santa Claus. <laughs> and so I remember her telling me that story as a kid and then thinking, oh, you know, I guess he's real. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't yeah and then there was a lot of movies i always loved watching movies and reruns and there were so many movies about santa claus that i guess that kind of tipped me off that he was a like character i don't know i wish i had like a concrete moment but i do remember having to first go oh i think he's real and then later on remembering oh maybe he's That's not so funny uh but yeah the spirit of santa lived on and we used to go to the mall and do you remember you would have your parents prepay for their own gift and then you walk into Santa's cottage or village, and then you pick a gift for them. The elf wraps it, and then that you put it cool. under the I tree. Can, we never did that. No. <laughs> it, That's actually really cute, though. Yeah, so they still don't know what they're going to get, and they're not even allowed like in the elf workshop or whatever. That's really cute. Okay. Yeah, and it would be stuff like, you know, like for, you know, typical like gendered stuff, like here's for dad, here's for mom, like soaps and stuff. for dad and like yeah, a book like, for mom or exactly. something. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Like a little wa- leather Cooking wallet. Cooking utensils or something. Uh, and they were at different price points so the parent can prepay. I thought, see, there's one tradition. I thought everybody did that. I didn't even think to bring it see? up. See? <laughs> it's fascinating hearing how different we all yeah. did things like that. Very cool. Oh, and then just, we'd always go. Um, there, there was a little bit of midnight involved. So we would typically go to midnight mass, Catholic church at the time. Same. And then when we would get back, we would open one or a couple of gifts. And then go to sleep, wake up, and then finish it off. We were we went to midnight mass and we're not allowed to touch the gifts <gasps> when we got back. We had to wait till Christmas morning, even though it technically was. It was. Just was it our when you came back from church though? Was the bike already there? That type of thing? No. Ooh. No. So Jenna he hadn't visited yet. Got it. I remember thinking in my head, and they must have said this at some point that Santa comes like at four or five a.m. That's yeah, that's like, convenient for them because they yes, they know right? you're asleep for sure. There's no yeah, way yeah. You, you would stay up that much that late. <laughs> but I will never forget the Christmas morning vibes though. Like waking up, you get to like come out in your pajamas still and they have a fire going and like music and you get to see all the gifts and now you finally, you've been anticipating what presents you have and shaking the boxes for like 30 days already. Yeah. Like, ah, so fun. So I do love Christmas. I haven't done Christmas in so long properly that I'm like kind of craving it nowadays. So I might get into it next year. It's been a little late this year. It's a little late, but but. um, what we could do is play a random game of Would You Rather all about Christmas stuff to get you in the Christmas spirit with just a few days left till Christmas. Would you rather fly the Millennium Falcon on a special Christmas mission to the North Pole or... Sing Christmas carols with the Ewoks on Planet Endor. <gasps> uh, Christmas carols with the Ewoks, for sure. Wow. Okay. Okay. I think I think I guess I would choose that one too. It's a lot more memorable. It's just yeah. so weird. It would just like, can you imagine bragging, like having those bragging <laughs> rights? Like I sing Christmas carols with Ewoks, and it's like their it home. Life day though. So they'd like treat you. What are they? What? Would it be Life Day? Would it be oh, for life day? it could be Life Day. You're right. It could be Life The Ewoks probably have some tradition we don't even know about Yeah, they yet. have a whole other day that we don't know about yet. Would you rather go sleigh riding with Kristoff and Sven, of course, from Frozen, or join Aladdin and Jasmine on a magical carpet ride over Ooh. snow-covered Agrabah? 
Okay. I think that Sven is so cute. Very cute. That I'd have to go with Kristoff and Sven. However, I also think I'd be major third wheel and it would be awkward on that magic carpet. So, <laughs> Oh, I didn't even think about that. Oops. Yeah, it should, it should have like Abu and Jeannie like guaranteed to be there with you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I would pick uh, Frozen also because I love Jonathan Groff and he plays the voice of Kristoff. You know, what's funny is Frozen is like about snow, but it's not really a Christmas movie. And a lot of times I associate it with Christmas. Right. Yeah. The wintertime vibes kind of blend in. Yeah. All right. Would you rather go Christmas caroling door to door with Kermit the Frog or have a musical session with Ralph the dog? And compose a special Christmas song together in the studio, Muppet Studio. Oh, I was like, who is Ralph the dog from Muppet? <gasps> yeah, you know, brown with the long floppy ears. Yeah. So cute. I like I did not catch his name though. Um I have to go Kermit. That's too it's too good. Yeah. Like Yeah. Would you I dress would take up? the chance to meet Kermit, basically. <laughs> oh, that would be fun. And then you get to meet all these weird neighbors with him. That could be fun. And like imagine surprising all the na- neighbors with a Muppet. Like what? What? That would be so cool. Okay, that was my surprise. Would you rather? Cute. I love it. I love it. Um, so with all these thoughts about Christmas traditions, I didn't want to like ask everyone the same ones we just talked about. So I just asked all of our people on Instagram, the living life over on Instagram, what their Disney Christmas traditions are. So we are going to share some of those, and I want to hear your commentary on this, Mike. So we have Priscilla. Her Disney Christmas tradition <laughs> is going at night to enjoy the lights on Sleeping Beauty Castle at Disneyland. Oh, that's pretty. I love it. Uh, I, my friend Lisa as well, Lisa, Fargo, and Laura, they say we need to have how do they say it? I think they say castle appreciation or something. Oh, like, that's just, nice. Just yeah. go over and just stare at castle for a few. Like take a meditation break. And just look at how beautiful that castle is. So she is gorge. I am with you, Priscilla. Good one. Um, this stranger wrote in actually named Mike TV. Hey. And do you want to share what you said? <laughs> no, I forgot. Read it back to me. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. Hanging my Disney ornaments on the tree and thinking of the trip each one comes from. Yeah, I love doing that. You were here when I started putting up the tree and ornaments and everything. Yes. It's so much fun. I broke one. You guys, I broke one of his ornaments. (laughs) Wait, did you? I already forgot that too. Wait, it was a Haunted Mansion It was like, yeah, it was one of the Haunted Mansion ones. The glue like came. They're very fragile. It's broken. Yeah. Yeah. The glue gets old on those ornaments so quickly somehow. But Mm -hmm. Because that Mm -hmm. one wasn't even old. Nope. At least it wasn't like snapped or broken. So you could just glue it back together. And it's your favorite attraction. So you get uh, uh, free breakage right Right. and you know i would never break that on purpose (laughs) right (laughs) it adds to the story okay it's for the plot okay do you know that that is the new thing that the kids are saying these days and i love it and i'm i just saw somebody say that recently and i'm like what there you go it's going to be in all the algorithms now for everyone hearing this and us for the plot but they say it's for the plot like if anything happens especially if it goes wrong i kind of like it i love it so much yep so dramatic right (laughs) all right we had saffron monsoon come in saying listening to the fat cat swinger holiday music nice she said i hope they record their newest cover sometime soon nice super cool they 
They are on Spotify, you guys. I talk about them a lot, and they, their Christmas album, or some of their Christmas songs at least, are on Spotify. Go listen to them. It's like this fun swing version of very popular Christmas songs. Uh, Jess Quo said, hanging up the Santa Mickey light in the window. Oh. Very cute. Very cute. I think we all know what that one looks like. It's, I think it's like real big. That's a nice one. Yes. These are the type uh, of reasons why I'm ready to leave the city, and I'd like to have a house so that I could decorate it. <laughs> I always think about it. I'm like, how do people have like a whole overlay of their house for all these holidays? I'm like, oh yeah, they have garages. Garages, walls. Oh, also yards, driveways, garage doors. And you know what else they have? The technology now is nothing like we remember it in the 80s and 90s. Like you could do projection <laughs> mapping now in your freaking house. Yes. And we are missing out on all of this. We are. I'm very We are. We so sad. are. <laughs> Kind of ridiculous. Uh. Um, all right, AMW gr- uh, gal said Candy Cane from Candy Palace. Candy Classic. Cane. Very nice. I have yet to get one of those because you have to get up early and I just can't swing that. Wait, so. why? They run out super oh. fast. You have to like get in the park at rope drop and line up and get your little like piece of paper thing they give Jesus. you and wait. And then you get your candy cane. But supposedly, like, they're the best things ever. It's the Hunger Games at this point at Disneyland. It is, you you know? Is this the kind where they, like, hand twist it and everything? Yeah. Okay, that is pretty cool. That's worth it. They're, like, like handmade right there. They're huge. Those are the things I love watching on, like, um, Food Network and stuff. Like, when they show the candy being made. And they start off so massive. And then they keep stretching it and stretching and stretching. So cool. Very cool. It is very cool. Um, All right. Natty Shay. Um, she said, Disney traditions, as a kid, we would go to Disneyland every December, usually the first week of December, on a Wednesday, very specific. The parks were empty in the 90s and no long lines. We would go on everything and all the decorations and smells were always so pretty and magical. We would always get hot chocolate and watch the parade. I still love, I still love the parade today. The reindeer with the long tongues, snowflakes, and toy soldiers are my favorites. I totally agree. Those reindeers oh, are very classic. Very classic. I feel like they're up there with like Macy's balloons and make you think of Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She also said she loves finding Disney ornaments on the trips to the parks. It's fun to look back and remember some of our favorite memories. Ah, there you go, Natty Just Shay. Just like you, Mike. That's you what I'm talking Shay about. In what I'm talking about. Um, yeah. What else here? One of my favorite things is to watch when I was a little kid was a VHS tape called A Very Merry Christmas Sing-Along. Last week when Mike TV played the intro VHS song, remember you played that? Do you have it still? I absolutely do. (laughs) Yes. There you go, Natty Shay. That one's for you. She says it instantly transported her back to watching that VHS tape on repeat. I love it. It had tons of Disney shorts and clips from the the parade in the park. And they love to have it on in the background when they opened up presents on Christmas morning. Oh, I like that. So cute. And she's like, I could go on and on. Disney and Christmas are so intertwined together in my brain. It's cute. Oh, I love it. Oh, Uh, we had one come in from, from Disneyland. And he said, Muppets Christmas Carol every year on Christmas Eve. 
and some years even at the Crest Theater in Sacramento. So evidently they play it there every year. That's pretty oh. cool. Going this year for a double feature of Muppets, followed by It's a Wonderful Life. Ooh, wow. How fun. I, the, you know what's interesting? They're kind of similar where there's the like time travel and look at what's going on. Right, yeah. <laughs> I never put yep. those two together until now. How interesting. It's right um, very moment. I don't think I've ever seen a Muppets Christmas Carol in full, but no? I, like what oh, I've theater. seen of it, like, no, I, I don't think I've seen it at all. Oh, you said you saw it in oh. theaters? No, I, I don't oh, think I've seen yeah. it um, you know, I don't think I've seen it in full, but I know of it, and I've seen like Gonzo as Scrooge, and I think it's cute. But the one that we used to watch a lot when I was young was the Mickey's one with Goofy as the... Um, the Jacob. guy in chains, yeah, Jacob Marley. Um, Marley, Marley <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it used to scare me. It used to scare me. Totally, yeah, <laughs> totally, yeah. Me too. It was like this creepy, uneasy feeling. Yeah. Ooh. And it was like that was like one of the only times you ever see Mickey's kids. Oh, right? you're Mickey right, Tiny Tim. Oh yeah, it's not his actual. It's oh, no. okay. So here it is. This is the iceberg. So Mickey Mouse is an actor within the Disneyverse. And so I right. think he was playing right. the role of uh, totally right. Right? The, the guy, the worker. And then they probably found another mouse that looked like could be Mickey and Minnie's kid to play Tiny yeah. Tim. Now, we don't know the name of that mouse actor, ch- child mouse actor. And I'd like to because he was kind of cute, right? They should recast him as something. I think again. there was two of them. Oh, there two kids? Maybe. I'm just thinking of Tiny Tim, the one who couldn't walk. Oh. He's so cute. They should. And that was my and introduction to Scrooge McDuck. Is that where he came from before DuckTales? I never thought of it, actually. I don't know if that was the first time we had him or not. Huh. And I also love the idea of Mickey and Minnie having children out of wedlock, because I'm just curious to know oh if that's like... I, the, their, the, the characters were probably married. In... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> actually, um, I don't know if Minnie Mouse is an actor. Is she? I think she might be. I think she was like all of the above, like actress, singer, and performer Oh, yeah, you're right. We did some episode where we found out what their jobs are, and that sounds familiar. Yeah, their jobs yeah. are like side hustles. is great. <laughs> it's so funny. All right, next up, we have one for Holada and Robert. And they said, we always have a bunch of Disney ornaments on our tree and a whole Haunted Mansion slash Nightmare Before Christmas garland. <gasps> we also watched The Muppets Christmas Carol and Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas when, and then when in Disneyland, we definitely have to catch the Christmas parade at least a couple of times and take a photo in front of the Christmas tree. Oh, Very cute. All right, we got one from Girl Brains. She said, I enjoy trying out different foods at Festival of Holiday Food Booths in California Adventure every year. This year's favorites were the esquites, carnitas, mac and cheese, and the barbacoa. I never could say that word right. Is it barbacoa? That's correct, yeah. Okay. Barbacoa, uh, tamale. Tamale, I'm guessing. It says tamal. Tamale. It's got to be tamale. Uh, yep. Also, when there's each one, year it's I just gift... tamal. Oh, is it tamal? Single. What is tamal? Yeah. Yeah. What is that? It's your thing of tamales that's just plural. That's all it is. That's the only difference. Yeah. Stop it. Are you <laughs> serious? Like, I'll have, you know why? I just came from freaking Mexico City and I had to learn how to order all this food. So it was like, I'll have, you know, uno tamal. If I said uno tamales, That's... they'd laugh at me, probably. Oh, my God. Yeah. I would have totally. Actually, you're right. I don't think I would have ever said that. But I would have been stuck if I only wanted one. Right. I would say. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. To all of our de- defenses who don't know Spanish, 
Tamale would be what I thought was the same. That's what I would say, tamale. Yeah. I have one tamale. But once you learn Spanish, that you realize, oh, that doesn't make sense. Tamale. Oh, my God, I love it. I learned something new today. <laughs> there you go. That's hard. I actually have tamales, plural, in the fridge for me right now. My brother Yum. brought them home from work. But Also, each year I gift my little sister a Disney-themed lounge fly wallet or bag. <gasps> Merry holidays. Wow. That's fun. She's a part of That's someone a nice gift. else's tradition who's probably looking forward every year to that gift. Right? She goes, what am, like every year you're like, what am I going to get now? There's so much lounge fly yeah. amazingness. Like, How cute. Very cool. Wait, All right, I'm going to carry on. We have... Huh? Wait, I have a question for you about Please. traditions. So I like how the person doesn't know what they're going to get, but they also know what they're going to get. Does that make sense? And so my question is, did you ever have to write a Christmas list for Santa or for somebody that requested one <clears throat> as a kid? I remember somebody telling me that they did this for their whole family. I... No, I never did that. Oh, um, not even to Santa? No. Uh, yeah, Santa <gasps> would... I think I would like write him a letter and send it to the North Pole. Like that oh, thing. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Which you... probably just meant my mom was like, oh, I'll mail this for you. And then... <laughs> did Okay, so I'm trying to connect the dots. Did the wish list contain items that showed up unwrapped? Yes. In the next day after? Okay. Yeah, they're, they're never really a surprise, which is another reason I feel like they're unwrapped because it's like, here's what you asked for. Right? Ah, okay. And you asked for it through the letter? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> or I would tell Santa. I've always wondered too, like mall Santas, do they tell the parents afterwards? Like oh. she asked for a PlayStation. Like, do they? I would say it depends. Yeah, maybe it just depends. Because if I was a parent, I'd be like, hook me up. Yeah, what like, did she ask tell for? Tell me. <laughs> That's interesting because okay, so you think you probably sent your want your desired <laughs> gifts yeah, to Santa? Yeah, I think I, I definitely had a moment all the time about telling Santa what I wanted. I can't exactly remember. I think it changed a lot. Like sometimes oh. I write a letter, sometimes I tell him. You just I knew the message was getting to Santa, and he was reciprocating with stuff. Yeah, okay. and my parents are probably like. What did you tell Santa? Like getting all getting me hyped. I'm like, oh my god! I told him I want it. Oh, the true. clear phone with the with the colored wires in it. Remember that phone? <laughs> yes, that it was see through. It was 80s. clear. There yep. is, uh, I guess, so many ways they could get it out of you pretty easily. Yeah, just get me hyped, and I'll just spill the beans all the time. Oh man! Especially when I was little. Uh, oh, by the goodness. way, if people still want to write to Santa, adult kid, you still can. You could drop it off at any Macy's. They have Santa's uh, mailbox there. And you do get something in return, cute. by the way. What? Spoiler alert. Yeah. Yeah. Very cute. Very what cute. do you mean? <laughs> That's cute. Uh, okay. I want to do it now. So my grandma, Graham, on my dad's side, would always ask my sister and I to make sure we sent her our Christmas list. So uh, we would know what we're getting from her, but we didn't know what on that list we would get. So okay. you still have the element of surprise. Of yeah. And I would still be excited to see even like what she found. What a brat. Now that you think about it, what a bratty kid. I would like write something there that <laughs> might be hard to get. <laughs> Not necessarily like expensive, but just like weird. And I'd want to see what she would put. And then I usually almost always got the board game that I put on the list. Um, and she must she, have been a fan of board games. She too. was like, you know how you yeah. yeah. In her basement, she had all these board games and these old school games. We would go down the basement and play like dangerous ones where you would plug it in and it would be an oven that melted 
plastic. Oh, yeah, right? yeah. And he'd be yeah. like, I can't believe we're allowed to play with this now. Weird. Oh, my God, I love that. Oh, well, you just said something that reminded me of something else. What was it? Oh, I found out through my godfather that lived in, where did he even live at the time? Somewhere far. Maybe North it was just Pole. Arizona. Huh? The North Pole. The North, he might as well have. <laughs> Because the year that the um, glowworms came out, those were like the Tickle oh, Me Elmos of our generation, yes. right? Like nobody could get them. I didn't know that. And he, like my dad was freaking out because he couldn't get me a glowworm. And that's what I asked from Santa. Wow. So my dad was like, fuck, we have to get her this glowworm. <laughs> so he called his best friend in some other state. He went and hustled in the store and got me a freaking glowworm. Wow. And there was like a whole fiasco around it. And he told me the story recently. Pretty funny. That's he just so told me cool. that like last year for the first time ever. I'm like... That is amazing. And then he had to like overnight it to get it to us on time or something. Wow. See, there it is. That is the spirit of Santa Claus. Yes. It took over his body and soul and allowed him. <laughs> That's what it is. That's what it's about. Also, there was a whole movie called Last Action Hero with Arnold Schwarzenegger about that exact thing. And oh, I never realized that's what it's about. Yeah. He has to get the last toy or whatever. The last action hero. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I love that. Cute. Okay. I kind of want to watch it now. Tickle Me <laughs> Elmo. Yeah. That was one. Uh, like, I think for a while, um, what is that ugly face with the beak? Furby, I think was one. Furbies. <laughs> uh, anyways. Oh gosh. And like a modern day list that you could have given Graham would be like an Amazon wish list, right? Right. You could like yeah. send her your Christmas list over Amazon. Even more like less exciting, right? That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she'd have to like find it and then ship it to herself instead so she could still wrap it like for you. Like you better wrap that for me. And I don't mean the extra $2 Amazon wrap. I want it gift wrapped with love. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. <laughs> I've gotten that done a couple times and they just send the contents of what you would wrap it with to whoever you're sending I've the gift to. I've always wondered like, what they get. Oh, <laughs> wow. That sucks. Like, dude, that's not even... <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, we have a few more. So Last 33 wrote in and said... Tis the season to be jolly, joyous, and watch the Muppet Christmas Carol. We gotta wow. watch that. You gotta watch it, especially if you've never seen okay. it. Okay, yeah, that is a this lot. This is on a lot of people's tradition list. I so. trust a fellow Disneyholic. Right? This is probably one of the most palatable versions of Charles Dickens' classic with fun and laughs for the whole family. I remember watching it at the uh, Cinerama Dome in LA when it was premiered with my family. And Folly instantly in love. Now a little older with my own family, we watch it every year and it never gets old. As an adult, I've grown to appreciate the sweet message and the beautiful craftsmanship. Pro tip, make sure you select the extended version in Disney Plus, which adds the scene when love is gone. Oh. A sentimental ballad that adds depth to the story. Happy holidays. Wow. Okay, that even came with a tip. So if I watch it for the first time... I'm going to watch the extended version. Yes, and I actually was hanging out with a friend set from Disneyland who we mentioned earlier, and he was wearing a shirt that said, light the lamp, not the rat. And I'm like, what is what what is going on with your shirt? It just like repeated the same thing over. And he's like, hello, Muppets Christmas Carol. I'm like, shoot, I should have known that. <laughs> so remember that line for when you do watch it. The rat. I, um, okay. I like that Jay Lass. That's from Jay Lass, right? Mm -hmm. That's a good story. I like that he mentioned the most palatable version of A Christmas Carol because there are so many out there. And one winter I had received like very steeply discounted uh, Christmas Carol on Broadway tickets. I bet you they were like $12 or something. 
And so my cousin and I went, and I just could not wait for it to be over. I was like, Oh no! How did we get stuck doing this? We got trapped, tourist trapped. Like, what were we thinking? They just needed to fill the seats. It's so slow and so drawn out, and you already know the story, right? That's the worst thing. Yeah. When you already get it, you're like, Get to the point, get it. Um, but they wanted to like dive into Scrooge's backstory, and there was like flashbacks of when he was a kid. And I was just like, No. Oh, this is so cool. Yeah. You're like, no. It was so long. Yeah. So I am excited now to watch them up at one because if that Good. is the most pal- palatable, it's a hard word to say. Maybe we'll do a review, huh? Ah, yes, perhaps. It's been a couple years since I watched it at least. I don't remember the last time I watched it. It's been probably five years or so. So hmm. I'm down for re-go on that anyway. All right. Let's see here. Who else do we have? Um, Joey from the Disney Universe podcast wrote in and says that he'd have to say that some of his favorite Disney Christmas traditions start with my Disney ornaments and other collectibles get out and displayed. Of course, movies are a big part, starting with Mickey's and and Muppet's Christmas Carol. Wow, (laughs) that has so many mentions at this point. Right? Uh, Starting, okay, with and then send, what is, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm getting mixed up here. Starting with Mickey and Muppets Christmas Carols to the original Santa Claus. Uh, many of the classic Disney Christmas shorts to the newer classic shorts like Prep and Landing and Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. <gasps> I already forgot about that. I need to yeah. watch that. That was so fun. We got to add that so to our Christmas viewing uh, library. That's a good Yes. One. What are these glasses you just put on? <laughs> I just, I can't see right now. I'm not used to you with glasses. Ah. But okay, so the Santa um, movie... Did he say the Santa Claus movie? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I have to pause again. I, this is such a nostalgic episode, and I was not expecting it to be. <laughs> so there is a movie that came out long before the Santa Claus with Tim okay. Allen called Santa Claus the Movie. And it's very 80s, like everything about it. It has Dudley Moore, and I think he's an elf named Patch. Uh, it has... Uh, I, that, that scary looking guy he's not scary but he usually plays he plays uh, Dexter's father in Dexter he was also in 30 Rock oh Lithgow John Lithgow yep he's in it I think as like a a bad like business corporate man and it was it's such a visceral memory like that movie with the animated special effects like while the sleigh was going over the city like it was you could tell it was fake, but it, it seemed real. And the candy canes were like the gasoline for the sleigh. It was so cool. Need to revisit that. I don't know who it was made by. I don't think it was Disney, but yeah. Huh. I don't remember that one. Santa Especially Claus the, the candy movie. cane as fuel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Lots of... There's so many Christmas movies you could just go on forever watching all of them, right? Yeah. That'd be fun one, though. It's cool to like pull the ones out that you don't normally watch, too. So maybe that's it. Yeah. Good one to put in rotation. All right, Skywalking Through Neverland wrote in and said, We have some Disney ornaments, round ones depicting Mickey's Christmas carol scenes, and I love putting them on my tree. These ornaments are from the 1980s. Uh, Also, new tradition this year is dressing my Mickey, Minnie, Rapunzel, Nick Wilde, and Judy Hopps new... Nui Mo's. Nui Mo's? Is that how you say Nui Oh, Nui-mos? I don't know how to say it. When I see them in the Nui-mos, store, I just I walk right by. But they're very cute. Yeah, she <laughs> says she's dressing them in cute Christmas outfits. Actually, I don't know who's writing this. Could be Sarah or Richard. So <laughs> whoever's writing it, uh, they dress their Nui Mo's in uh, cute Christmas outfits. And then they said, a ride on It's a Small World <gasps> Holiday 
begins our Christmas season. One ride changes our outlook from enjoying the hell out of Halloween to ringing in the Christmas spirit. That's awesome. What? I love that so much. It's like you enter, it's the small world holiday. It's a small world holiday and then you leave and it is now holiday and season. And it's like, officially. wow, Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> That's fun. Uh, RiskyQuizness.sj wrote in and said, Our biggest Disney holiday tradition is probably our collection of ornaments we've accrued during all of our trips to the park. We've got some that are pretty generic, like tons of the ear hat collection, highlighting different attractions. And my new favorite is Roger Rabbit's spinning one. Ooh, that's pretty cool. I knew that specific ornament line was going to get me when I just got the fir- like a yeah, couple of them. Because yeah. then you start to have to get all of them. Or you at have least, to have them all, and they're right? all so cute. They're all so and cute. The, so the I've Disney been, Park uh, stuff is so fun. I've been prioritizing weenies, park weenies, and rides that I love. Oh, I love it. Okay, and, so you have a way to filter it down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, <laughs> and I still have plenty to go, so we'll see. But I want to look at that Roger Rabbit one. I do like that ride. And if yeah, it's a cute ornament, one, pretty cool. I want that orny. Uh, they also said we went to Disneyland on our first big trip after getting engaged and have a ceramic set of Mickey ears with our engagement date drawn on by the Disney artist in that little Christmas shop by the carousel. Every ornament reminds us of a trip that we've taken and the fun that we had and how much we need to go back. Add that to our love for the Muppets Christmas Carol, hands down the best telling of that story. The inflatable Christmas-themed Mickey and Minnie on our front lawn and Tinkerbell lighting that star atop the tree. And we're definitely a Disney Christmas family. Wow. So cute. I think I'm going to watch the, the movie and then I'm going to want an ornament from the movie to be added yeah. to Yeah, <laughs> you're going to be the new biggest fan, okay, right? Okay, the new biggest fan. So I just looked it up. It's an hour and 25 minutes long. And I'm wondering too if that helps with it. Do you know what I mean? It's like short and sweet, like the Haunted Mansion Muppets thing. It's like, okay, doesn't need to be too long, and it's funny. Okay, I'm really excited to watch that. It's not. A I think though, when that movie came out, that was like regular time for films, Oof. wasn't it? Like an hour and a half. Was it? I don't know. Was it? I feel like they got longer in the last ten years. Like <laughs> definitely when longer. Started doing films when it started going over two hours. That was like Titanic forward. Right. Yeah. 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 They're like, oh, we can get away with it. I think Waterworld was one too. Crazy. Oh, Waterworld. Oh my gosh. And, like, uh, Last of the Mohicans or something was really long, One too. of them, I think it was Gettysburg, had an intermission. Do you remember this? <laughs> no. Yeah, in the in the theaters only or the, on your, like, VHS? In the movie theaters only. I don't know. VHS, it was probably you need to go to tape three or something. There was a Quentin Tarantino one that had an intermission in the theaters, too. Oh, well, that sounds familiar. I think that's kind of cool. Like, I'd, I'd want to I like it, especially if they the theme film. it up. You know? yeah, yeah, right? Bring the it back, bring back really well intermissions. We need yeah, to use the bathroom, right. especially like Avatar. Yes, that too. Something. And get more popcorn. Come on. Get more popcorn. Take a breath. Go back to Pandora for the next two hours. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> two more hours. Um, Andrew Oliver wrote in and said, every year I watched the Disney Parks Magical Christmas Day Parade on ABC. I always thought it was live from the parks when I was a kid. Oh. Okay, that, those, now there you go. Stop the press. Those are the things that ruin my, (laughs) like what I think is real. It's not that Santa's fake. It's when you find out those things are not live. And I didn't know that either until an adult. Same. Right? Same. And and I don't appreciate it. Like way later, not even adult, like adult plus. Yeah. (laughs) And they, I've I've come to realize that the word live, L-I-V-E, 
is misused because there's live as in this was taped without cuts or edits. Yes. There's live, meaning there was an audience, but doesn't mean exclusively cut without or edits. And then there's live as in like in real time broadcast live, like CNN. Right. I don't even know anymore. CNN live. I'm questioning all of it. It's like a sell by date at this point. Is Times Square even dropping the ball at midnight? There Who knows? Go. What's going there you on? Go. I do know for a fact that during those New Year's Eve shows, half of it is taped uh, later or before. Especially yeah, when that's they bananas. go, oh, we're going to cut to blah, blah, blah on the top of Empire State singing this. I'm like, no, that was taped days ago. Oh, you're right. Yeah. I hate it. Don't fool me. I was thinking of the CNN guys because they get. More drunk and more drunk as the night goes on. So I'm like, how do they? Unfortunately, those, around, those are pretty live. Yeah, that's how they <laughs> get into live, trouble. Yeah. <laughs> and the, maybe that's another live where only a portion of it is actually live. And the reason why they probably don't really do live for most of it because shit happens on air, you know. Yep, shit happens. You're right. Shit You're totally happens. right. But yeah, so those are uh, dream-breaking things when you find that out about TV. I know. It's not real. I know. Heartbroken. <laughs> Um, Courtney Brutch wrote in and said, Jay and I, who's her husband, Jay and I like to watch the old holiday specials from Walt Disney World and Disneyland Resort. YouTube channel Retro Walt Disney World, it's Retro WDW, by the way, has recently uploaded almost every year's special. Oh. What? It's a good way to remember what used to, what it used to be like and new and exciting at the parks. Our favorite is the 1978 Christmas special, which is apparently, or which is particularly unhinged and directed by the same man who did the crazy Star Wars holiday special. Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. She sent me a link and said, let me know if you watch it and what you think. So I will have to do that, too. I'm going to send you this link, too, Mike. This will be fun. That's, okay. So there's also a documentary that was recently released about the making of the Star Wars holiday Christmas special. Really? Is, yeah. I got to find that and we'll post it or something. I read about it yes. recently. Yes. Okay. We have a whole bunch we need to watch. Yeah. We've got we a lot to write watch. all this stuff down. Uh, but I love everything that was said. <laughs> and um, I'd like to go back and watch a lot of those. It's funny because you get to see like what was popular at the time. Everything from dress styles, fashion, pop stars, uh, whatever Disney was trying to hawk at us at that time or pitch or promote. That could be a fun rewatch going through the time like yeah, that. Yeah, that would be fun. All right, we have a couple more, so hang tight. Uh, Janelle said, um, what is Janelle's name on here? It just says Janelle. Maybe she just has that as her name. That's pretty cool. That is pretty baller. <laughs> so Janelle said, guess what she watches every year? The Muppet Christmas Carol. The Muppet, oh no. Oh. Just kidding. Mickey's Christmas Carol. Oh. The other popular. Okay. Got another vote in my bucket over here. Yeah. <laughs> we I... watch Mickey's Christmas Carol every year, uh, accompanied by Coco. If I make it to the parks during the holidays, Viva Navidad is my favorite show, as well as the Toy Drummers. Nice. Some DCA love over there. I love that. And let's see. The Phantasmic Prince wrote in and said, Holiday Traditions. Hmm, I enjoy decorating Disney Christmas trees, uh, baking holiday cookies, watching Nightmare Before Christmas, The Grinch, and wrapping presents with di- with Disney gift wrapping. <gasps> and if the time allows to go to the parks, I will visit Santa. Aww, I love Cute. that. I haven't heard anyone say anything about going to see Santa Oops. in the parks. And yet. he's right there in the parks at our uh, disposal. I love that. Fantastic, I love Prince. That. Gotta take your Santa picture. 
got to do some baking. I like it. Ain't that right. I love it. All right. Well, that's all we had from our friends of this show. Uh, thank you all so very much for sharing. I love hearing from all you guys. I it's thought so uh, that I would g- give you as a as a gift, everyone who's listening and, and ourselves, one more Would You Rather, inspired oh, okay. by the Fantasmic Prince's um, bakery story. I love it. Yes, okay. bring it. Would you rather, or inspired by his whole thing, would you rather bake holiday cookies with the sweetest chef from the Muppets, expecting some, you know, chaos, or decorate your own Christmas tree with Fozzie Bear sharing jokes the whole time? Oh, I would would definitely go with Fozzie Bear. That seems like it'd be, I think, more Christmassy because it'd be like, cute and fun yeah instead of chaos like there's already enough chaos in christmas for <laughs> that's me. true oh that would be cute Fozzie which would bear. you do i think you uh convinced me that i would do Fozzie bear too and i'd want someone like with an old school camera like videoing our moment like the eight millimeters or whatever they're called that'd be super cute oh Fozzie's such a sweet he's like so adorable i love him okay i gotta watch it muppets christmas carol i love it Oh, was it just one? Oh, the Muppet. Oh, yeah, it was just the one. <laughs> I kept thinking about the Muppets. I was like, I need to I was give waiting for more. Let's go. <laughs> some love. <laughs> yes, but again, thank you guys for sharing your Christmas traditions. So fun to talk about all of this stuff, too. Yeah, yeah. And now we have a lot on our list to do. So got a few days before Christmas. Now's the time to do it. That's right. Ah, is there something else that you might want to say, Mike? <laughs> Well, <laughs> we need to spread the holiday cheer all over the hearts and Christmas trees of our Patreon members. Time Woo! to do a shout out to our patrons. Yes. All right. So uh... I'm going to give some shout outs and let's do it. So let's start with Nick, Jessica, and Emma. Cherie, Lisa, and Laura. Ned, Pamela, Dawn. Mike, Andrew, and Christina. Amelia, Kylie, and Scott. Joy, Courtney, and Kayla. Jilly, and last but not least, the Skywalking Through Neverland crew. Woo woo! Beautiful. Thank you all again, as always, for all of your continued support. It means the world to us. And we want to give you a little something for the holidays from the Disney Holics. We are going to, right now, announce our next Patreon takeover. What? Yeah. Woohoo. That's right. For those of you who have been here for previous, previous, hold on, my Zoom thing is just still trying to get me to use different audio. It's driving me a little crazy. So for those of you who have been here for previous Patreon takeovers, Take or keep an eye on your Patreon page, and I will be posting a link there um, where you can add in your topics. So, um, what this means is you get to run the show yep. for a while. Yep. Like however long it takes us to get through however many topics you throw at us, throw us weird things, throw us com- like convoluted topics. Like just go crazy with yeah. whatever Disney Let us be content your, you want to hear. Your vessel. We are giving you the gift of us as a vessel for all of your research needs or zany thoughts. <laughs> yeah, have fun with it. Get crazy. Put us on a spot. Like I love that. Like let's 
let's hear what you guys want to hear us talk about. And this will be your opportunity to literally run the show from your seat at home. So keep an eye on Patreon. I will be posting some more information, probably coming right around Christmas time. And you will get that in your inboxes and can submit whatever you'd like. And we're excited to see it. All right, well, today was a very cheery episode. We went through some stirring of rumor pots. We talked about our Disneyland withdrawals and, of course, all of the Disney Christmas holiday traditions. And, again, thank you all so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed. (laughs) We hope you enjoyed (laughs) episode 168 of the Disney Holic Show. Follow us on social media at the Disney Holics. And if you want to get in touch, send us a DM on Instagram or contact us at thedisneyholics.com. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. And a, and very, a very Merry Christmas. Christmas. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. It's the most wonderful time of the year. The kids jingle belling and everyone telling you be of good cheer. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It's the half happiest season of all. With those holiday greetings and gay happy meetings when friends come to call. It's the half happiest season of all. There'll be parties for hosting, marshmallows for toasting, caroling out in the snow. There'll be scary ghost stories and tales of the glories of Christmases long, long ago. It's the most wonderful time of the year. There'll be much mistletoeing and hearts will be glowing when loved ones are near. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Yeah, come on, time of the year There'll be much mistletoeing and hearts will be glowing when loved ones are near It's the most wonderful time It's the most wonderful time It's the most wonderful time of the year Disneyland.